This is How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where every week we expand each other's cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like, whoa, you never watch Something's Gotta Give? Or, you seriously haven't seen My Chemical Romance's The Black Parade is Dead, get it? It has the word romance in the title. Or... (laughs) (laughs) Or... Whatever, keep it in, keep it in. How have you not seen Love and Basketball? (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to How Have You Not Seen, week two of Love Month. Uh, I am your co-host, Carson Betts. I am your other co-host, Caroline Thompson. Uh, This is a movie podcast where every week one of us brings one of our favorite films the other one hasn't seen. We talk about it. We watch the movie. And then we talk about it some more. Let's let's do it. I'm I'm feeling it. Okay. Um, Caroline, how have you not seen Love and Basketball? So I said this last week, but I'm pretty sure this is the film that this is actually your origin story of. So I'm just going to say it again. I did not grow up with a single mother. Yes, yes, no, (laughs) this is, this is accurate. Yeah, I I honestly had never, uh, and this is all my bad, uh, but I had really never heard of this movie until a few years ago. Mm -hmm. um, Once the, uh, the old guard was coming out. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, people were talking about, people were talking up Gina again. That's kind of when I was like, oh, I guess... I guess the director of this is a person who has like yeah. made some films in the past, which would make sense because she's directing a feature film on Netflix. Yep. So it makes sense that she probably has earlier work. And uh, this was um, this was that's kind of when I found out about um, about this film, and I have been meaning to watch it for a long time, and I, I just have not seen it yet. I too uh, really only understood like Gina Prince Bythewood's. director and writer of the film like really only knew of her as a person recently you know when the old guard's coming out uh i always knew this movie as uh that one movie that my mom really liked owned on dvd and i watched with her a bunch uh so yeah it's interesting i haven't seen this movie i think since i was like 12 or 13 oh it's it's, it's one of those where it's revisiting yeah it's like uh it's similar to like a little while ago when we had karate kid where it's like well it's been a long time but the, the memories in your yeah, you very yeah, fond yeah. memories of the film. Yeah, I, I mean, mo- I would say mostly most of my fond memories are more just about like, well, I remember my mom liking this movie all a lot. Like, I'm sure it's one of those things where like me watching this at age 12, I probably don't get it very much. Like, I don't, right. you know, like. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. obviously now I think in a post Bythewood ex uh, reclamation era, I think a lot of people have talked about this in um, Beyond the Lights is like, actually two very fucking solid ass romance movies yeah you know of the last 20 years um so yeah that being said what do you know about love and basketball um so i don't know a ton other than it is gina prince uh bythewood mm-hmm. obviously as as we have established um i would assume that there is a a gentleman mm-hmm. and a lady who fall yes. in love Omar Epps and I actually do not. Yeah, know I was just gonna say, Sarah and I thought the other actor who's in this. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna get to Omar Epps because yeah. I was pretty certain that he was in this. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I would assume that there is a nice gentleman and a nice lady who fall in love. Mm-hmm. I would assume one of them plays basketball. 
whether professionally or it's just their main hobby or I, I, I would assume the backdrop of this film in some capacity is about basketball. All of what you're saying and then some. <laughs> Great. Yeah. One of them is an anthropomorphic basketball. <laughs> One of them is a basketball, yeah. Uh, it's actually Omar Epps' character's name is Kyle Love. And uh, he uh, he falls in love with a basketball. Those are the characters She's names. the cousin of Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> um, no. And um, I think Regina Hall is in this? Yes, yes, Regina Hall. Okay. Let me um, do it. I'm pretty sure. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, and Dennis Haysbert is in this too, right? I think so I remember that seeing that. That is a good question. Yes, he is. Okay, yes, I, I is. was going to say, I think I remember I seeing knew. that when I was looking at his IMDb for Heat yeah. last year. Okay, makes um, sense. So I was like, I know Gabriel Union, I know Tyra Banks. I don't, and then... Oh, Tyra Banks is in this? Yeah, just for like a second. Okay. Wonderful, excellent. Yeah. Um, uh, that's... I, 90s film right late late 90s 2000 yep 2000 like right 2000 on yep. 2000 okay um Just a millennium. that is that is that is all i got okay um i believe it's formatted with an ampersand not with the word and but i could be wrong uh yes great because the poster as you can see the ampersand is like in the basketball oh so it's like yeah, that was pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That being the case, let's get into our game for the week. We are going to be playing a favorite of ours, Rotten Tomatoes, Price is Right. Excellent. A, a game that is played basically the exact way that it sounds. I'm going to be uh, naming three movies. Both Caroline and I are going to guess the Rotten Tomatoes Tomato Meter critic score for those movies. Uh, and then later when we come back, we're going to check to see if if we were right. Yes, and it's closest without going over. Yes, best two out of three. Game, best two out or, of three. Or well, best two out of three, or whoever just wins the most, because That's it is possible that one of us gets one point, yeah. and so it can win. Right, Rodney's race is right as one to zero. That's true. If so, two, if there are two busts or if there's a tie, however it goes. All right, so we're going to start off with the movie we're talking about this evening: Love and Basketball. Oh God, I mean, I I feel like it's got to be pretty high. Everything I've heard about it, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say 93. Maybe a little high because uh-huh. it's kind of untalked, but everything I've heard about this movie, yeah. I feel like it's one of those. I'm going to say lower. I'm going to say, is this is a movie up until recently? Like, again, in post Old Guard, there was, I mean, just because that got a little bit of Oscar buzz, like fucking Blank Check did the Gina Prince Bythewood series. There was a lot of mm-hmm. Bythewood talk. Right. And I think in that, there's been some reclamation. Up until then, I just knew this is a movie my mom liked. I don't think there was any discussion. And also, it's just, like, it's a movie with black leads. It's a romance. Mm-hmm. Not as much. I'm going to say, like, 85. Okay. I'll go a little lower. All right. Next movie, Love and Other Drugs. Oh. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and... Anne Hathaway? Anne Hathaway, yep. This one's, like, bad, right? I've never seen it. I've never <laughs> seen it either. Uh, I would assume? I feel like, yeah, um... Love and other drugs. That's funny. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say 60 because I have not really heard great things about this one. Um, It might be one of those ones that like every critic in America gave it a six out of 10. So it's actually sitting at like a, like a 90, but nobody really likes it. But this, this is a movie about the salesman who is, is it that he's a salesman? It is one of the first people that's selling uh, 
fucking Viagra. Viagra. I don't know. I don't know. And he like falls in love with other drugs. Other drugs. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Is he wants to go? He he's working for Pfizer, speaking <laughs> Viagra, but he wants to go work for Johnson and Johnson. This is such a sidetrack. Do you ever see the thing how until the COVID vaccine, Pfizer's number one selling drug was Viagra? No, by but that like makes a, perfect sense. By a like like a country fucking mile, they made more off Viagra than they did like all their other products combined. No, that makes absolute perfect sense. Okay, I'm gonna say. I kind of feel like it's going to be a little bit higher for that exact reason. Like in the yes, no Rotten Tomato schema, I feel like most of the critics were like, yeah, it's fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say like, I'm going to say 69. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> it's about Viagra. It's about wieners. Yeah. All right. Not that you need a wiener to 69. Exactly. Next entrance. Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. Like, 37? You think so? Yeah, I remember. I still have not seen this one. It's bad. Uh, yeah. Um, twenty twenty two was the year I finally, and not even through trying, not yeah. even like because I took an impassioned stance. Yeah. You and Corey just went to see Thor: Love and Thunder opening weekend, and we were both like, "Yeah, it's bad." Like Corey, yep. Corey was the first one to see it, I think, and he was like, "He was like, it's bad. Like yeah. I didn't like it." And I'm, and I was like. Well, you know, like, I've heard that they take, like, kind of a wild swing, so, like, maybe it wasn't just Corey's cup of tea, but when you were also like, no, it's bad, when both yeah. of you didn't like it, yeah. I was like, oh, that spans the entire Marvel, yeah. like, the entire Marvel stan opinion collective can be can evenly distributed between the two of you, and so if both of you say it's bad, I'm like, shit. And I'll say to that point, I I have not talked to a single person who does like this movie. And, yeah. like, I hear, not often, but I have had long conversations with people who like fucking Batman versus Superman and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. a audience for every single superhero movie. I've never heard anybody stick up for this one. Yeah, the only thing I've really heard positive is, like, the Bale performance is good. Bale performance is really good. It's incredibly under-fucking-utilized, like, everything else in that movie. Um, I do feel like it's probably higher. I feel like, I feel like this was, like, the... Well, okay, if I'm remembering correctly, I feel like Eternals was the first Marvel movie to get a a negative tomato meter score, right? Something the first like that. rotten yeah. score. Yeah. I feel like this one has got to be barely positive. I think I would have heard more if it was that negative. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say. You might be right. I do just remember looking at it 50, and being like, oh, it's that low. I don't need to see it. I'm going to say 52. 52? 52. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. That being said, are you ready to go watch? I am so ready to go watch. Yeah, I'm excited for this one again. It's been so long. I'm very excited. All right, let's do it. Swish, swish, bish. Sure. Yes. Do nothing. Remember, nothing but net. Do you remember that Katy Perry song? No. 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 I, I try to not remember too many things regarding Katy Perry. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not talking about Katy Perry. One day. One day, Caroline will finally let me do my Katy Perry episode. Yeah. There is. I. I have not seen the concert documentary. What is it called? Katy Perry. 
Roar, maybe. Roar. I have no idea. Katie, but she, I know she has one. Katy Perry, Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, don't I have know. no idea. Anyway, all right. Uh, Love and Basketball, what'd you think? Um, This is a pretty good movie. It's is so the fucking thing. good. The thing is, um, yeah, I uh, just found myself really uh, caring about the two main characters yeah. and the two young lovers. Yeah. Um, as opposed to last week where I really found myself caring about the two older people in the movie. I just really like kind of once it got to, uh, like I was on board pretty much the entire time, but like once it got to the point where, um, Omar Epps's dad turns out to be like a cheat and he's like going through it and they kind of hit their first like little fight. Um, like that scene on the bleachers, I was just kind of like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, cool. I'm in, I'm all in, That's I'm all in on, on, on the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it's very good. Um, and we can talk about this a little bit later because yeah. I know we have a game to get back to, but, um, a very aptly titled film. It's <laughs> the thing we were saying the whole time. I think I don't, I don't know that there's ever been a movie that was more aptly named. Yeah, like truly there is not I don't think there is a single moment in this film that is not either about love and or basketball. Not a single frame. Like yeah, yeah. like it truly is. Uh like we mentioned it. We we joked about it in the scene right before she opens the letter mm-hmm. uh from USC, but it's literally like she comes home from the dance, she's bummed that Omar Epps went with another girl and that like she just kind of went with like some dude some supermodel, I will say. Yes, yes. A man <laughs> who is extremely the most, like, aesthetically <laughs> pleasing man I've ever seen in my life. But she gets home and she she crawls in the window and she like looks forlorn and sighs. And I was like, see that shot's about love. And then it just instantly cuts to her yeah. desk where there is a envelope from USC and we were just like, and that shot's about basketball. My only concern, I will say, is I think right up until the end, the movie could be called Love or Basketball. True. And then in that last, uh, I was going to say the last fight they have, but no, the last match they have, truly that is when it becomes both love and, and basketball. basketball. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's get back to the game. We played Rotten Tomatoes, Price is Right. Yes, we did. Um, starting with the film we talked about, Love and Basketball. Caroline, uh-huh. uh, you guessed 93. Okay. I guessed 85. And as I said before we started recording, I accidentally looked at the Rotten Tomatoes score before I started, and I... Correct on the fucking money. Oh, it was exactly 85. Exactly 85. Um, 15% of critics are stupid. Dumb. This is again one of these movies where I'm like, what? What's what do you what do you, what's your problem? Yeah, like 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 what's truly, like truly, <laughs> truly, what could your Yeah. Like if this film was called The Incredible Lives of Two Young Children. Okay, fine. Like, maybe you don't find their lives that incredible. I don't know. Or whatever. Or if this was, like, if this was called The Greatest Love Story Ever Told, you might be like, okay, I have some beef with it. This film is called Love and Basketball, and it is about two young people who both are very good at basketball, falling in love with each other while trying to balance their careers about basketball. So I don't know how you can walk into this movie... Like what? What is your set of expectations that leads you to be like, nah, this movie's actually not good? Truly, no idea. And it's also just so like, 
I mean this in the absolute not I mean this like as a a grand compliment like this has the feeling of a movie where it's like you turn this on it's on the paramount net like you go home to your parents house for Christmas uh, you're there in the middle of the day and you're like I guess I have to watch network television in the middle of the day you turn on whatever TNT, the Paramount Network. They're playing Love and Basketball. You're like, ooh, fuck, I'm gonna watch the rest of Love and Basketball. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Like, like any per- period in this movie, I'm like, oh, I'm into this. Like, there's, I there's, there's the no moment of this movie where you switch to that channel yep. and you're like, ah, they're playing Love is Basketball, but like, I missed the part where like X happened, so like now I don't want to watch it. It's just like there could be five minutes of this movie. There could be a, we could be five minutes into this movie yeah. and anywhere in between. It's this movie like, is so absurdly easy to watch. It's yeah, like, yeah, I guess. yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> number so yeah f- uh, fuck those 15 percent of people um number two love and other drugs ah yes, so yes. All in hathaway i said uh, good bit. i said <laughs> nice uh 69 <laughs> you said 60 uh and <laughs> <laughs> double bust oh no a classic 49 ah wow oh. It's a, oh, critics consensus. It's, I forgot to read the critics consensus of the other one, but this one, it's a pleasure to see Hollywood produce a romance this reflect, refreshingly adult, because it's about boner pills, boner pills, uh, but love and other drugs struggles to find a balance between its disparate plot elements. Oh mm. no. Okay. Poor Jakey G.I.M. Uh, and then number three, uh, Thor, love and thunder. Uh, I said 52. You said 37. And I am going to take home the win this week. Oh, no. Because it is 63%. Somehow, just Thor, Love and Thunder, yeah, is barely fresh. Which is... It's because Disney pays off all those credits. Well, that's true. Did you get your paycheck from Disney? Yes, I did. I mean, we're not that big, so they don't pay us that month, but I, that much. But I did get, yeah. Actually, actually, no. So you got a, you get a paycheck every month. I actually have to pay Disney to be able to talk as much shit about them as I do. I actually have to send them $49 every month <laughs> for my dues. So that they won't send the mouse after you. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's fucking good. Um, uh, all right. Well, I, I do take home a win this week. I'm so sorry. I always feel very awkward when I win at my own game. Yes, it's okay. It's like very big bullshit. We will hang your basketball jersey yes! in the rafters. Did you ever play basketball? No, I think I played like, I played one season as a very little kid. I played my family. Well, th- I mentioned this in the beginning because I watched this movie as a child several times because my mom likes this movie. I think that comes from the fact that I come from a huge basketball family. Yes. Big time basketball family. Uh, my grandfather was a young basketball coach and a baseball coach. My uncle was one of the big basketball coaches at my high school. My uncle is in our, like, my hometown high school's uh, Athletics Hall of Fame. Amazing. Uh, he and my other uncle, my two uncles, went uh, to a state championship team when they were in high school. Uh, so when I came in to play basketball, uh, they said, hey, the Betts kid, let's make sure he's on the starting five. And you know what I was really bad at in middle I'm gonna, school? I'm going to guess, I'm gonna guess basketball. Uh, yeah, basketball and every one of its component parts. I was bad at running. I was bad at... <laughs> well, I mean, that makes out. sense because you're literally so good at love. It's That's true. It's true. <laughs> Here's the thing is that these two, they really tried to min-max their love and basketball <laughs> scores. And that's what really kind of... 
<laughs> kind of defeated them in the end, but I, I chose all love. Yes. Um, no, I, I was a very uncoordinated child. It is a joke that I make very frequently mm-hmm. that it is like actually crazy that I um, am literally a rock climbing instructor. Yeah, wild. Nowadays, yeah. because um, I was so absurdly uncoordinated as a child and so bad at athletics. I played one season of basketball um, in the third grade. Yeah. And then I quit because I wanted to go do the local children's choir and uh, couldn't couldn't do all those practices in one week. And I said, arts, please. I played soccer, golf, basketball, baseball for multiple years. That is insane. I did not know that about Isn't you, that actually. Crazy? I did not know that I about you. I played so many I sports. figured you probably played baseball because every child is put it's in the baseball or softball yes. for like a yes. moment. But like... I played an absurd amount of sports. I was in a swimming league very briefly. Wow. Um, I played an absurd amount of sports until basically the age of 14 in which I said, I am done with all of that. Yes, I'm going to read I, Spider-Man I, I'm comics. I'm going to read Spider-Man comics and I'm going to go into uh, the musical... Uh, well, we're so glad you did, because that's, that's how I, <laughs> how I ended up you. here. Yeah. Um, all right. Back to Love and Basketball. Uh, yeah, this movie is just really fucking good. These two lead performances are just so, just so fucking strong. It's, it's an extremely watchable movie. Yeah. Um, it is also just one that like, uh, I don't know. It is, um, it is a movie that, like, I don't feel like we get enough of these anymore. Yeah. I mean, like, as if we don't say that about every genre of film Especially that isn't a superhero. romantic. Yes. Movie. Yeah, it's a big, but big just, thing. Just that it's, like, I mean, like, it's high stakes emotionally, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of, like, here's, here's a coming-of-age story for these two young yeah. people, and, like, you know, it's, like, they they both come from, like, you know, decently, like, like a decently like affluent middle class yeah like like it's not like oh if i don't play basketball so good my dad doesn't get his insulin like (laughs) there's not like a weird tragedy or where like whatever or there's not like a oh my gosh if we don't win the state championship then they close the wrecks and it's just two kids trying to figure out themselves and their lives and i like that basketball, while yes, it does figure very heavily into their lives, it really kind of is more than anything like a proxy for just like life and growing up. It is like a pursuit that if you put a young man and a young woman both in basketball, it there's a lot, it speaks a lot of gender differences, a lot of gendered expectations, yeah. a lot of just like what we raise young men and young women to like believe Mm -hmm. about themselves and about the world. And it isn't really a film that like, I mean, I, I I know Jack shit about basketball. Yeah. Um, I know a fair amount about basketball somehow. I mean, I will say, I will say, I know the (laughs) rules. As we just said. Yeah. I know the rules. I like, I I recently was at a bar with um, some friends and Mm -hmm. it was a a gay bar. And for some reason there was basketball on TV and my gay friends were like, what the fuck is going on? And I was able (laughs) to explain to them and I was watching the, I was watching the game and I was kind of like, oh, wow, like this is, this is close. Yeah. And like, in terms of like the rules of basketball, I very much understand the rules of basketball, but in terms of like the world of basketball, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know 
the lore. Yeah. I don't know the backstory <laughs> of basketball, but it's just kind At of a film. Point, did they get the basketball? <laughs> right. Who forged it? Right. I don't know who Spalding is. Yeah. But it's just a film that like, here's another sports term. It doesn't really play too much inside baseball. Yeah. It's kind of just like, hey, here are two kids who are good at a sport. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we see we see the differences in their world and we see the differences in the expectations for these two young people and like how they interact with those around them. And it's just kind of a nice film in which it's kind of like, Life is hard and no one really knows what they're doing. And yep. sometimes things are bad. But if you keep your head up and you just you go for what you want, sometimes that gets in the way. Sometimes that helps. I don't know. I'm just kind of. Rambling, but it's, but it's also just like these two get together when they just kind of grow into each other. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like one of those movies where it's like, ah, yeah, there's points in our life in which we were together and we weren't really like neither of us was really mature enough to do that. Yeah, now we are. And like. Yeah. And now we're yeah. together. It's great. Well, and it's, and it's funny that you that you mentioned that because I was looking at the Wikipedia article mm-hmm. and I mean, this is from Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt, yeah, although yeah. everything pretty much anymore has a citation. Yeah. But um, one of the things that it said was that um, Gina Prince-Bythewood like conceptualized this film as wanting to make a black when Harry met Sally. Oh, yeah. And like, as soon as I read that, like, I never would have oh, made yeah. that comparison. I never would have made that comparison because of yeah. the fact that they are like, like they like know each other, know each other, like there their entire no lives. There is no basketball in that sound. There's That's a lot of baseball, but there's no basketball. That's true. But I, <laughs> that, that is true. Um, however, like I wouldn't have necessarily made that comparison because like, just like off the cuff, because it is implied that they like, they, I mean, they grow up with each other. So it is that thing of like, um, well, they know each other. They don't like fall out of like touch with one another for several years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the structure of the film is every couple years we check back in yeah. and like, uh, no, not at the place where that that happens. And at one point they have sex and they're together and then they can't really. And it's a little weird. Uh-huh. And then they finally get back together for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that yeah. makes sense. And that I'm makes just sense. Like, I'm like, oh, like that. Yeah. Now that now that you mentioned that, like the whole like first quarter, or second quarter, yep. like jumping forward in, in time thing. It actually does make make a lot of sense. And now that I'm reading it, it starts with like he's kind he's like way too much of an asshole. She's right. like a little bit too hot headed. Like yeah. but, you know, yeah, yeah. That makes a tremendous amount of sense actually. Um, so this movie starts as we said, they're children, yeah, young Monica Wright, young Quincy McCall, uh, and it's <laughs> I just love. I said I said it would have happened because we just watched this movie. But it, it's the classic trope of a woman pulls off her helmet to reveal it was a girl the whole time. And they do that in like the first two minutes of this movie and get it out of the way. Like, yes. it's, it's good. Like, we got to do it, but we're going to do it right at the beginning and like yes. get it done with. Um, she impresses all the boys because she can actually play. He fucking fucks her up. Just pushes her into the bushes. Um, Which I think is a great metaphor yeah. for childhood and your and young love because mm. it uh it, it sticks with you baby it sticks with you it literally leaves a scar on your face you uh-huh. might say um i do i just love I, I i truly truly love the scene of him coming up being like you want to be my girl yeah i don't know i guess <laughs> I, I said it when it happened but he's just like i don't know we ride to school together and like I'll buy you flowers if you get mad at me. And, <laughs> and she's just basically like, huh, yeah, okay, good deal. And he's like, I guess we got a kiss? Like, question mark? And yeah. She's like, oh, God, how long? And he's like, 
five seconds and then they they go and they kiss and he counts like it's just that whole opening bit is just everything they do and then they break up and they fight again and like the whole thing it's just like uh aren't kids just so stupid like yes. just, just kids they're just figuring stuff out it's cute um and then we jump ahead and the and the high school bit's really meaty i think you they do a really good job of establishing character and also i i, I said it too but like i'm i'm hugely impressed with how well uh Sanalathan plays age in this movie i think omar epps does it too but i think that she really fucking kills yeah playing yeah. a high schooler than playing a college student compared to and then playing an adult yes, yes. yes. no i agree and i mean i mean i think it does a good job too because yeah. like you know um i mean i kind of guessed like okay the first quarter was when they were children yeah and then the second one is when they're in high school. So I, I I made the educated guess. I'm like, okay, I guess third is going to be college and fourth is going to be them out of college. But like, oh my gosh, in that first scene when Omar Epps is driving her home, I was like, I had, and you can you can go back exactly one year to when we did When Harry Met Sally mm-hmm. on this very podcast. Yeah. And I said this about, I said this about Billy Crystal. Uh, in that movie, I was like, I was like, we get to this part. I'm like, I do not want to watch a movie in which this man is the man I have to like yeah. because this guy sucks. Yeah. And then the whole thing is like, and then they jump forward a few years and he's a little bit more grown up. And then yeah. they jump forward a few years and he's a little bit more grown up. And you kind of like, and along the way, like he fucks up a couple times, yeah. and, but like along the way you do, you do fall for him and you do like, you do like, okay, I understand why you are the way that you are. And I see that you are growing and I yeah. see that you're learning, but Yes, they both play age very, very well. And I think he plays, I think he plays like the kind of like immature, like hothead, cocky young boy really well. And I mean, she plays, she plays the like over it, frustrated, like the world is unfair, uh, like teenage girl very well. I'm impressed in terms of the way she postures herself. I think she plays the teenager thing of like, and it's a really fine balancing act too, because she's got to do kind of these two opposite things in the, in that, in the second quarter of she's both playing the, like I am a teenage girl who is not comfortable with my body. And I'm never like quite comfortable with the way I sit and the way people are looking at me mm-hmm. and like, just a lit like I feel a little bit too big and a little bit too gangly, but she's also got to be a fucking shit kicker on the court. Like she's got to really play mm-hmm. those scenes with a lot of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's, highly impressive also uh to speak to something that we talked about multiple times watching this movie uh she looks fucking jacked in this movie. oh my god yeah, yes she's got some arms she has arms to put all other arms yeah. to shame like clearly this was a she got this script and she's like all right time to hit the gym until yes. we start like till we start shooting this thing um yeah but they, they have that car conversation it is i i agree with you it is kind of that effect i will say maybe the big difference for me in terms of in terms of like um, uh, uh, just format, the way this is different from when Harry Met Sally, I do think this is a bit more her movie. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, Harry Met Sally is such an even split. Yes, and it is very much she is the lead, in, yeah. and he is like yeah. the. I mean, he is the second lead, yeah, but yeah. yeah, he's like the male lead, but he's not the protagonist of yeah. the film in the way that she is. It's more from her point of view. Um, they Definitely. both they're in high school. They both want to play. You got immediately, it's the thing you said before, they do a really good job of kind of playing the difference between the privilege that they each have and like, they don't really have to spell it out. It can just be a feature of the plot that he's got this NBA dad, that he is a man, that like all these things. 
Um, it's assumed that he's going to go to college. The question is, you got your pick of the litter. Which one are you going to? Yeah, yeah. As compared to, she's got to, well, I really hope I get in the USC. Yeah. Yeah. I've got and the one shot. Yeah. I also think in those scenes they do, in terms of the characterization of her, with like t- two or two scenes, I do think they get across the, because she has that conversation in the car of like, well, you know, you get up in someone's face, they think that you're fiery, they think that you're doing your job right. Like, I get up and I try to be a ball player and get up in somebody's face and like, yeah, I get I'm, fucking ejected. I, I get yeah. fucking rejected because I'm a woman. And you both get the sense that, like, yeah, she is correct, and that is what the movie is about. But you also get the sense of, like, yeah, but she's just, like, taking this a little bit too personally, like, every time she's on the court. Like, especially once you get to the college bits and she's actively trying to talk herself down. Yeah. From, like, getting in people's faces. Like, I think they play that really well. I agree. Of having both things. Um, so she gets accepted to USC. Mm-hmm. He announces he is going to USC. Yeah, really, honestly. Um, they that first kiss they have, I went, oh, that is a kiss. I'm like, that. Oh, what a good kiss that is. Yeah, like they go into hug and then they both accidentally kiss one another, they but just, it's also like it's, it's, what, oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good because they both play the like. Oh no! I just kissed you, but they all are also both playing the. Uh, but I was tr- kind of trying to kiss you right. too. Like, like, like they, my yeah. my body betrayed me, and yes, I'm yes. glad that it did. However, yeah. uh oh, we now uh-oh. live in a post I kissed you world. Yeah, 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 and it is very similar to the Harry Met Sally thing. Where, well, I guess now we gotta do it. Like I, <laughs> now it's the time. Yeah. Um, how many how many movies do you just see a, a man produce a condom, and it's not a joke. Oh, I don't think ever. I don't think I've ever. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen that before where like he actually opens it and pulls out the condom and like begins manipulating it with his hand. Yes. I, like never. Like. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that. It's not a joke. It doesn't cut to black after he pulls the condom out. It's uh-huh. just like good, awkward high school fucking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I mean, to the point to a thing that really stuck out to me um, in my brain that I really like just as as an image mm-hmm. is right before they sleep together for the first time, they, you know, they strip and they're both wearing a necklace mm-hmm. and he is wearing his number on a mm-hmm. gold chain and she is wearing her grandmother's pearls. Yeah. And I'm just like, what a really, like blatantly in your face but also very subtle thing that you don't yeah. ever have to call attention to mm-hmm. of just like the differences between like what these two people are yeah. like given slash expected to to be yeah and i i just like i just really liked that because there's there's the moment when it's just them from the shoulders up and all either of them are wearing is, is their necklace but he is wearing his own number in gold. What his old number that that used to be his dad yes too which yes. is another like they established that in the in the first quarter the He's going to take his dad's number and go to the end of NBA and she's going to take Magic Johnson's. Yes. Yeah. Which, which. Because there's, because there's, because there's no famous world-class no, women athletes. No famous world-class yeah. women athletes. It's the difference between he has this immediate role model and this immediate privilege and this access to the world that she does not. And then also there's this element of it going ahead a little bit that I really like of once you get to the scenes where they're practicing and she's playing in college and she's getting just the utter shit kicked out of her by uh, her coach. And she's still wearing Magic Johnson's number. And then it becomes like a little shameful, you know? It's yeah. a little, yeah, it's a, it's a little, it's this difference between expectation and reality that's like, it kind of puts it in just a little bit harder, 
you know? Yeah, no, 100%. You almost expect the coach to go up to her and be like, take that fucking number off. Like, you don't deserve that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so they go to college. They're just dating, which I do like. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a good plot element that they are just straight up dating for most of the college bit. Um, as I said, she's, she's having a tough time. We see her practice. She's a freshman. The other girls don't really like her that much. They're really making fun of her. They kind of let slip like, oh, you only got in because yeah, the woman that was going to have your spot got pregnant in high school. So you were next on the, on the roster. Yeah. Which like, hey, guess what? Yeah. That's like fine. And that's how the world works. Yeah. Like that shit like that happens all the time. Like you, you got to do it. I yeah, mean, you, you like there's a it. reason. Yeah. There's a reason there are always uh, like short lists for everything. Is yep. because the first choice doesn't always work out, and that's fine. And you are the second choice. It's completely fine. You um, are the choice they made. So that's yeah. Fine. And then we get just, just the, I mean, it's and it's a reiteration of the stuff that happens in high school. But you know, her no more apps walking around, and all the girls are kind of like, "Oh, are you gonna get us into the sweet 16? And he's like, "Oh yeah, girls, like you, you." it mm-hmm. big time basketball boy over here you know and and it's like you never doubt that this dude's got good intentions like even once sure. you I get mean, he's, to he's 18 and, yeah. every, and he's on television he's 18 <laughs> he's on television well, which is always the i don't know I this, i've had this conversation before and i've had the, i had this conversation with my grandpa at one point we were talking about paying um ncaa players and how that's like consistently always a major like topic of discussion yes in sports and just one of the things it's you know my grandpa kind of mentions it and it's like one of the it's a very old man opinion but it's the thing that people talk about a lot is like well yeah but these kids are getting free shoes and free shirts and all this shit and they're getting taken to parties and they're getting as many girls as they want they're getting this and this and this and that and that and then, like, and I'm like, yeah, that's all true, but, like, one, is that, like, good for you? Like, is that yeah. a good thing to have in your life? And, like, also, we put, like, these young, like, <laughs> it, like literal, like, young, dumb, full of cum men, like, these 18 <laughs> oh, to 22-year-olds. But, like, it's yeah, true, no, like, I know, in I know, a situation I know. where it's, like, you're not be given any cash payment. It's a thing that this movie talks about, specifically when it comes to pro sports, of, like, there is maybe this expectation that you're going to make a career out of this. But even then, it's probably not going to be a very long career. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like, so you're not getting any kind of financial compensation, but what you are getting is a lot of ego boosting. And then we get surprised when they fucking fail out of classes and, you know, fuck around with women and get drunk and shit. Like that's, yeah, that's what's going to happen when that's the situation that you're in. And like, and he's kind of in all this, but like you don't get the sense that you don't get the sense that he's ever like even even in the scene in which he's like kind of legitimately cheating on her, like you never get that he's the kind of guy that's like actually trying to run around on her. No, yeah, and I mean like I don't know. Um, so one thing before we get into yeah. this is one thing that I think is uh, very uh, like important and cool about this movie, which like I think maybe you briefly touched on. But it's like so much of so much of what we see of her is practicing. Mm, yeah. And like so much of what we see of her side of things is like her like practicing and like struggling and like working fucking hard. 
And so much of what we see of him is the like, oh, you're a star. Your dad's yeah. an NBA player. Like you're going to be on Sports Center, like all that good stuff. So I think that that is a, just a really good um, choice on uh, Bythewood's, on Prince, uh, Prince Bythewood's part. But also, yeah, I mean, let's get into uh, the whole bit where he finds out his dad is has been cheating on his mother for God knows how long, probably the entirety of it's, their lives. Based on the conversation he has with him after that scene, that's yeah. kind of what you yeah what yeah. you're led to believe. Kind of the vibe. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, and he basically, I mean, it is later confirmed that he like cheats on her because she goes home. Yeah, that night, and um, I think, I mean, I think she was. Completely correct. Yeah. No, agree. Yeah. yeah, okay, great. Yeah, great. no, I do not disagree. And I do think I do think they do a good job of him of like him not being an absolute complete fucking asshole about yeah. it. It isn't like like he isn't like they don't ask him to play it as like super like mean and evil. It does mm-hmm. you do get that sense of like, well, he's actually being honest and he's like he's like, Well, you didn't have time for me and she's like it is yeah. a very genuine conflict. Yeah. Where like two people are being pulled in two different directions and yep. they're just like why is this happening? Like there, but yeah, I mean, uh, she was right though. She could have called him. Yeah. That's my take. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think the movie's, you know, as I said before, like more on, more on her side, generally speaking. Right. And that is a, that whole situation. You're just like, Oh, cut. Like, come on, man. You're being, you're, you're being dumb. And like, you get it. You're like, yeah, I understand that you're pretty fucked up about your dad. Yeah. In this situation. And, and she's legitimately sorry about it later. And that's, how they kind of end up coming back together but like i mean you even get when when dennis habert kind of gives him the explanation like walks him through the like look i i I got with your mom because she got pregnant i wasn't gonna not be there for you and like when you're playing you're a young man playing in the nba and his whole speech about there's 100 girls waiting for you at the hotel 20 of them get into the lobby and like one of them's brave enough to come up to your room yeah. And eventually that kind of gets to you, you know, like that's going to be a thing. And like, it does not justify his behavior in any way, but it does present this, like, this, like, hey, this is one of the reasons, like, maybe I don't want you to just go pro when you're 19 years old. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, like it's, it's very difficult to have a stable familial situation when this is your life. You know? Yeah, it is a pretty, like, the film is, like, very empathetic to pretty much every single one mm-hmm. of its characters, which I find to be um, very nice. Yeah. Because I find, especially in, like, romantic dramas and mm-hmm. romantic comedies, um, it is very easy for filmmakers to be like, and this is how you shouldn't act in a relationship. Like, this is the bad person. Here's the dumb guy idiot that won't even call her back the yeah. next day. And the person you should be with is mm-hmm. actually the person who's going to... And it is just kind of like, it's all messy. Yeah. Like, it's all really messy in this movie, which I appreciate. Yeah, so they break up. He, I mean, she confronts him about cheating on her. And by the way, let's just briefly talk about the scene in his apartment where she just shows up. Fucking insane. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that is like fucking, fucking absolutely brutal. Like, Sonalathon, just the look on her face there, just speaks... Just the confu- the pure, pure confusion, I think, is very much matching what we as the audience are. Just like, like, am I not, like, her confusion seems to be like, first off, am I not seeing this right? Or is this exactly what's fucking happening? No, right? And are you being this blatant about it? Yes. Yeah, and then, and then the conversation they have when they break up is like, 
kind of yeah he was that was the point he was being like a fucking major asshole just to just to dig it into her which is like kind of worse than him cheating on her even you know that's like yeah no totally hurtful well and i mean like that's his whole thing is he's just like is he's just like yeah i mean it was stupid but like yeah. it got like got like attention. it got your attention yeah, and being which like i couldn't get beforehand which i think is uh, maybe a silly way to react oh, yeah. to very very but silly also dumb but also i was gonna react. say but yeah. also probably exactly what a what a college freshman if you're a 19 year old boy and you're a college freshman and you have uh the los angeles lakers offering to pay you millions of dollars to play a game i yes. think that's the kind of reaction that you would have and honestly situation. and honestly i do think that the script and omar epps are actually yeah. even a little bit um, more uh, self-aware than the average nineteen-year-old boy would be this because he kind true. of he kind of does straight up say like, "Yes, that was a stunt to get your attention," and yeah. like, "I'm not proud of it," but yeah. like, "You hurt me." Whereas I think the average nineteen-year-old boy would actually just be like, "What? Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Yeah. Why are you mad? Yeah. Why are you mad? Like, I just, yeah, I don't care. What I did was fine. What I did was fine. Just you, kind of you, start you making animal me, noises so. and yeah. slapping his fists on the ground. I think <laughs> yeah. would be the situation. Um, but like, yeah, yeah, it, it is good. And then, you, and then we get in the fourth quarter. Cut to Barcelona, Spain. Barcelona. 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 Uh, and you, you kind of get the, um, you get the tee up of this in the previous scene where some of the girls in the locker room are talking about, and I don't like know a lot about the economics of this, of like how this works, if this is still a thing that a lot of female basketball players mm-hmm. have to play internationally. I don't, I don't know. Cause I don't know shit about, <laughs> I don't know shit about basketball. Um, but you kind of get that tee up of like, oh, one of the seniors is graduating she's going to go overseas and play right because and especially this is taking place in the early 90s like there's certainly nba as much as like the wnba is not a giant thing now like right. early 90s certainly not um and so it, it's if you want to kind of continue pursuing this you got to go you got to go to europe you got to go overseas play in the international league and then that whole beginning of is yeah, so the WNBA, I, I just looked up, just the WNBA up. didn't even exist at that point. Okay. So the, the league was founded um, in 1996. So the end of so. the movie is probably like the first season yes. of the WNBA. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so she's overseas. It's a totally different situation. She sees the old point guard that she fought with, that she earned a starting spot over in college. Yes. And... I mean, it's it's a simple ass scene, but it's really effective of her just being like, "Yeah, you boning any hot hot Spanish guys," and she's like, "Nah, I don't really do that." And she's like, "Oh yeah, the Italians—they're great. <laughs> like, it's pretty cool being in Europe and banging a bunch of dudes, and like, and she's like, and being treated like royalty. Like, it seems like they really enjoy women's basketball. Like, they're yeah. they're they She's got a poster up of her drinking some you know Spanish sports drink, and like, yeah, little girls are asking for her. Yeah, yeah. And it's and. And and it's it's one of those situations where she's kind of gotten in some way she's gotten everything she ever wanted. Yeah. But she's still except, happy. except Except a little thing named Omar Epps. Omar Epps with a goatee back in America. Quincy McCall. Quincy McCall has torn his ACL. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um back in the hospital. She goes back. And it's just like them getting back together is so clean because it's, he, he 
don't really need to push it too much. It's like, oh yeah, they're back at, they're both back at home. She's staying with her mother, like with her parents. He's staying with his mom. Yeah. So they're back at two houses that are next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping in their childhood bedrooms. Sleeping in their childhood bedrooms and like seeing each other again. And I mean, she makes the explanation really well. Like it, when she's kind of making the proposal to him, which really this is even before that, this is more in the hospital of her being like, I'm thinking about giving it up. Like even before she says the thing about the thing about it that I'm missing is you. Right. Like she makes the argument that just like, yeah, I'm fairly famous and I'm playing the game I love and I'm doing good and winning championships, but I have no family. I have no friends. Like I'm in a foreign country. I'm, you know, I'm not really rooted at anything. I'm just, I'm just doing this, which is a bit of a tragic turn given that like the issue that she had in the relationship before was too dedicated to playing basketball, you know? Yeah. I mean, ball is indeed life. Ball is life. That's the whole thing about this. There's love. There's love, life, basketball. Live, love, basketball. (laughs) Live, laugh, love, life, basketball. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No. And I mean, you definitely like, I mean, I don't know. You definitely get that sense of like, I mean, it's, it's, it's never a healthy relationship either. These people really super have no with the sport of basketball no. for her. It's an obsession for him. It's like this crazy ass ego boost thing. Yes. And it's, and it's him balancing the expectations of his dad, which is, which is sometimes a good thing and sometimes a very hurtful negative thing. Yes. And yeah. so it is that thing of like, you know, um, there is like, there is like a sadness to her being overseas in those scenes. And it's like when she does come home and it's just like, he is in the hospital and she's visiting him. Like you get, you get a more, like it is a more devastating, um, it is a more devastating blow to you emotionally when his fiance, who is checks notes, Tyra Banks, Tyra Banks. um, when she walks in the room, that is a more devastating blow emotionally than like when like he tears his ACL. Yeah. You know, like, or, or, or any of those moments, which like, I mean, that's a fucking bummer. No, oh, yeah. And I will say, I will say, in hey, don't tear your, tear your ACL. Sounds like it would hurt. Yeah. And there, I mean, there is the moment in like her final game in high school, um, which is very well done when like, I had obviously never seen this movie and I was sitting on this couch just like, like almost biting my nails like no no get it get it and then like as soon as there's a foul i'm like no that means there's that means she's gonna get the free throws and yeah. no, she's gonna oh yep. no she's going to have lost you can do the math if they're two behind you know they're one behind so she gets both free fr- free throws and yeah and then there's like 10 seconds yeah um but like it is that thing of like when uh when he tears his acl you're kind of like yeah that's kind of about what happens it's kind of about what i expected and then when tyra banks walks in you're like no <laughs> like you're like this is bad well it's because you've had all this expectation of one you have dennis habert kind of constantly saying like go to co- go to princeton go to an ivy mm-hmm. go like actually get a real degree in something and if you if you really still want to play basketball after that sure like yeah but but like actually like you're smart you're not dumb like go go get a degree in something have a backup plan because you know even in the earliest scenes he knows that like Hey, professional sports is not something that you can have a long career in, unless you're unless you're Thomas Brady. Like yeah. it's not not something that you can have any kind of long career in. No, yeah, unless you are like one of the all time greats. Like yeah. if you're not a Michael Jordan, if you're not a LeBron James, you know, yeah. uh, it's you know if you are not a top of the line 
like league defining all star. Yeah. Like for for every LeBron James, there's 30 guys who go and play a couple seasons and yeah. then just like age out of it. A guy or who, get injured out of yeah, it. Yeah, there's or, like a, a billion guys who come in straight out of college, are are good and hot, but aren't the top, you know, aren't the top draft pick, tear their tear their ACL and that's the career killer and then they're done. Yeah. You know? And like that's ultimately what happens. But also the revelation of you know, when he comes back and he's so much more mature and he kind of says, like, well, I'm just thinking about going back to school. And you get the sense that because, like you said, you never have those. I mean, he straight up says it. You never have those scenes of him really working for this, him putting in the, you know, putting in the 10,000 hours or whatever to get good at this thing. And, you know, he says it like I never knew anybody that was as in the ball as you are. And like, yeah, that's the end of the movie is like, well, really, this is a thing that this guy likes, but this is. She, this is her life as more than it is his. Yeah, no, and absolutely. And so this being the end of his career as basketball player is not as big of a tragedy. Yeah. Because actually that really wasn't the thing he wanted at all. No. You know? Yeah, and so um, it's very good. We find out that he is engaged to Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks, a woman whose name is synonymous with the idea of feminine beauty. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially at this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, which is also funny because uh, this is the second time that uh, she and Omar Epps are, uh, uh, ath- well, I guess she's not an athlete, but he's, he's an athlete in uh, higher learning and is in that movie with Tyra Banks and they are an item in that movie, if I remember correctly. In that movie, well. is it cool or is it like dumb and his mom hates it? What? Is in that movie? Is it like cool or is it like dumb? And oh, uh, we don't really get into the parents. Uh, it's just um, it. yeah, uh, but that's that's a that's a pretty all right movie. It's yeah. a little it's a little it's a little on the nose. It's a little melodramatic, but it's overall a pretty good. movie. You know what movie's much less on the nose? Love and basketball. Love and basketball. Love and basketball. Uh, but you Very. know what the really on the nose title is? Oh, Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball. Well, <laughs> actually, I will say, I will say, I w- I was thinking about that earlier. Of just like I do like that it is. The line, the line in the film of just like all is fair in love and basketball, yeah. because like it makes the title like forty eight percent less a little silly. Yeah, because like when I like because like I had heard so many good things about this movie for so many years, and I'm like, why is it's it called, called love that? and basketball? Yeah, and I mean like I said it in the top of the episode. I'm just like I'm just like, I'm assuming it is about yeah. love, and I'm assuming it's about basketball. But like yes, knowing that it is from the line, it is. Uh, it is still very on the nose title, and it's oh, a very yeah. aptly named film. However, uh, I really thought it was just a film called Love and Basketball because it was a romantic movie. Which, like, no shade. If it was just a romantic movie and they did not have that line, yeah, it would still be okay. It's good that they bring the line back. Yes. If it was just a joke in the middle of the movie, would not be as cool as no, 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 that, them having the final thing yeah. and he kind of shoots it back in her face. Yeah, when, yes, which is a really good moment. Which yeah. yeah, so, engage Tyre Banks. Goes home, has a conversation with her mother, which is a very, very good scene. Yeah. Um, Not too on the nose. No, I mean, it's... Similarly to the earlier, the conversation when she kind of is like, in high school, when she's like, you know, you do this and you get all this praise. I do this because I'm a woman. And like, it it doesn't feel didactic. No, yeah. Feels like a thing that somebody would actually say. Well, yeah. And I mean, and I mean, it's very true. It's just like, I mean, much, much like this film... Much like this movie kind of being about how, like, the dream of basketball, like, the dream of being, like, this world-class athlete, this world of being, like, a super... This dream of being, like, a superstar is kind of always 
a sh- not a sham necessarily, but like it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's not really possible. It's not really feasible. It's not really a thing you can do, but we all have these dreams anyway. Yeah. And in much the same way that we'll get to in a minute, I think, about how like she isn't able to have that dream. She isn't able to have that career. She isn't able to have that like part of her fulfilled until she kind of resigns herself. Just like, okay, I do kind of have to be a person yeah where like i do kind of like she goes through like the shitty like okay i'm working at like the bank or whatever with yeah, my like dad. dad gets her the job at the bank yeah, yeah like i'm trying to do the normie thing and like i can just recognize that like being a quote-unquote normal person is like even though like that's not all it's cracked up to be but like i can at least try it it's at least a thing that i can try to be okay with it's not until she's kind of like no, I, like, have to love people. I have to, like, let things in my life be about not just this one, like, pipe dream. Yep. And then when she does that and when she fights for Quincy and she falls in love with Quincy and they're in love and, like, then she can have that be her job and it can be her career, but it is not her life. You yeah. know, there's a reason it kind of like she's got a she's the, got a kid and a husband on the side. Yeah, of the exactly, court too. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of like that thing with the, the scene with the mom is it's just like yep. you know kind of the 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 two big things that's all of humanity is and especially in like American life, especially in American life as it relates to just like your life story and your career is it's just. Everybody is one of two things. Everyone either achieves the dreams they had and says, fuck, this doesn't make me happy. Yeah. Or they don't achieve them and they spend their whole life kind of being like, would I be more happy if I, like, like, would my life be better if I would have, like, gone to school for, like, the art I always wanted to do? And, like, yeah. like would my life have been better if I actually pursued acting right out of college and, like, yeah. moved to New York City and, like... Could I have, could I have cut it? Could I have done it? And it's like, that's a good, it is a good actual conflict between those two ideologies between, um, between her and the, and her mother, because it's that thing of like, you know what? Like I had dreams and I put them on hold for you. And like, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. And like, maybe it's not the most glamorous thing in the world, but like, I got to see my fucking daughter go to the high school dance. And that was a really good, big, important moment for me. Yeah. Like, you wore your mother's pearls to your high school dance, and you were my daughter, and that was, like, incredible and important for me to witness. Yeah. You, on the other hand, just went and did your dream mm-hmm. in Spain, and look where you are. And you're fucking hollow. You're yeah. a hollow person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're, like, not happy, yeah. and, like, the only thing you've ever loved is about to marry somebody mm-hmm. else. A dumb airline stewardess. stewardess. Yeah. 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 No, it's like... It's really good. And it's and it's the opposite of um of Omar's relationship with his dad. Of it's it's kind of the the opposite of that where Omar's like, yeah, I had to, you know. And and it's and it's the difference between men and women too that's implied there of like Omar's kind of be like, yeah, I kind of had to put my shit on hold cuz I had a kid, but like that's a very that means a very different thing if you're a man than it yeah. is if you're a woman. Like, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. It's a good it's a good movie. I didn't see the I, I mean, I said it the first time. I didn't see this movie in more than 10 years. Yeah. And I, 
I don't think I probably got it as much when I was I, I, I You know, old. believe it or not, believe it or not, I, I, I feel like you, I, I, my guess is that you didn't. My guess is that I saw that condom and I got confused. Yeah. My guess is that the condom came out. My mom just put my hand, her <laughs> hand over my eyes. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, it is one of those things that it's like, you know, I mean, I mean, they, you know, they say this about everything about it, like all artists, like the cool thing about art is, uh, it stays the same, but you change. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I, I, I think if we watch this movie in 20 years, if like, whether or not we have children, but like, I think if we watch this yeah. movie in 20 years, that scene with the mom is going to hit a little bit more. Yeah. Scene's going to hit, scene's going to hit in a way, and it hits now, but like, you know, I, I, I would imagine that as somebody in their mid to late twenties, you are watching this movie now and going like, ooh, I do have a lot of reckoning with my life goals that I need to do. Whereas as a kid, you're like, this is a movie about a girl who plays basketball. <laughs> I sure do like watching people play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Not to not to say, not to discredit uh, the intelligence of 13-year-old you, but... Oh, no, I was, I was a fucking <laughs> dummy when I was 13 years old. Are you kidding me? But you did say, you did say at one point in this movie, we got like 20 minutes in and you're just like, I'm just kind of realizing how big of a part, a uh, big of a part of my childhood yeah. this movie was. Well, I said this, this in the movie Like Mike, I was yes. thinking of, I was like, yeah, wait, I watched those movies a lot when I was a kid. Uh, I love that this is one of your mom's favorite movies. <sighs> my mom loves movies like this. <laughs> like what? Like what? My what mom, my mom, like? here's, here's two types of movies that my mom likes. Movies that are like, Romances, but not too gushy. Not a lot of crying. Yes. Like, movies uh, with black leads where they feel like real people. Okay. And, yeah, that's what this movie is. I mean, yes, have, I ever told, have I ever told you my thing where I'm like, I'm pretty sure my mom is uh, um, is Tyler Perry's biggest white fan. <laughs> I'm like, a, I'm, I am, I don't know. I haven't taken the census data, but I'm like, pretty sure. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, no, this this movie's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I mean, she goes to his window and says, yeah. "Like, no, fuck off, don't marry her. Don't marry her. Play me a basketball. I'll whip your ass." Yeah. Uh, when he says double or nothing, double or nothing. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, so good. Takes off the brace. Yeah. He's like, "I'm not fucking around. I gotta win." Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, just the whole scene where they're playing is. Really good because it finally the basketball finally means something. Yeah, the basketball is it's 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 a nice thing because the entire time, like, the playing of the basketball is the thing they're always trying to capture. Yep, it's just the whole thing is the whole thing is oh like, I'm playing basketball so that later I can play basketball. Yeah, you know it's like it's like they're kids and they're like we're gonna be pros when we grow up. Like I'm gonna be pro. Yep. And like that's why they're playing as a kid. And then when they're in high school, they're playing it in order to, uh, in order to play in college. And when they're playing in college, they're or, they're doing it to play it pro. And then when they're doing it pro, it's like he's doing it to become a starter, and she's doing it to just like you know maybe get some more recognition, some more fame, some more fortune. Um, but like they're always trying to capture playing basketball. Yeah. And finally in that scene, playing basketball becomes the means, not the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, and it's a great reversal because it's like this is the first time we see him playing basketball and it's not for ego. Like it's yeah. not for him. And yes. this is and this is another Well, it, it, it's it's not but it is for him. 
It is for, yeah, but it's not for the image of him. No, it's correct. for the thing yes. he wants. But like, I, I know what you mean, but yes, yeah. but it is, it is, it is like, I am doing this for me, not yes. Yes. like, like, oh, I'm doing this for me, but like, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. Yeah. Which doing is, this for me. Yeah. And like, and it's, and it's another situation where it's, the, it's the thing before it's like, and she kind of loses cause she's a little bit too emotional. She's just like a little bit too caught up in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says double or nothing. Double or nothing. It's great. And you, I just get the biggest so smile. I'm just yeah. so happy. I'm it makes like, my great. heart so happy. Because, hey, guess what? Uh, they don't need to play again. No. Him saying double or nothing yeah. tells you everything. Everything you need to know. know and then they do a big old smooch. And then they do a big old smooch. Do a big old smooch. Cut to she's playing in the fucking WNBA. Big old stadium, and he is on the front. He is on the, he's in the front row with their their little baby. Ass baby. It's yeah, so cool. Um, which uh, I don't know if this is I don't know if this is a um a purposeful thing, but um their baby at the very end, very 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 cute, very cute. Uh, the sister's baby about twenty minutes earlier, ugly shit, <laughs> really 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 <laughs> unattractive little baby, butt face baby, <laughs> yeah. Really, but their baby's so cool. Gabrielle yeah. Union, attractive woman, made a shit terrible baby. <laughs> but their baby, cute little girls, you get little little pigtails. Yeah, so cute. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, good movie. We don't. I mean, it's it's certainly test is all of time. I don't think you get a lot of like. It's not necessarily a like romantic comedy. It's not light and breezy, but it's it's a romantic drama. Yeah, it's not the biggest thing in the world. It's mid budget. It's a romantic drama where nobody fucking dies. Nobody There's dies. No horrible personal tragedy, which you don't get a lot of. It's yeah, a, it's a movie with two with two black leads. It's a movie about black people where yeah, it's more about just you know shit that goes on with humanity. It has it doesn't have to be about. You know, yeah, fucking issues, yeah, and I yeah. mean, like, I'm Which sure you never get not a thing. No, yeah, in mainstream I mean, white Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, like, we are the whitest people. Uh, <laughs> we are the whitest kids, yeah, you know. Yeah. To, call to, us, to, call to, us eggshell and off because we are both so white. Oh yes, um, but like, you know, yeah, it is that thing where it's like I'm sure for, uh, I'm sure for black audiences there probably is a lot of. Like, aha, that is a thing like, that is very yeah. specifically tailored to and from my experience as a black person. But yeah. for but for like us watching it, it is very much a film in which it's just kind of like, oh yeah, this is just kind of about life. Yeah. This is kind of about life. It's kind of about people and romance now and stuff. And yeah, and like, and it is nice that it is not a film about like, you know, about trauma. Yeah. It is a film about like... Yeah, one of you wanted a career, but also you loved somebody. And yeah. Sometimes juggling things those odds. things are hard. Especially love and basketball, they're here, but sometimes they're Especially here. because if the other, because like, if you're going through love and basketball, the person you love is like, if they're a real person too, they probably also have love to deal with, but also some basketball to deal with. Don't we all have some basketball <laughs> to deal we with? we all have? Like, yeah, yeah. Next <laughs> <laughs> We have, we've all got some basketball. Next time I go on a bad date, instead of being, like, sending the, like, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't really vibe text, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going through a lot of basketball right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, like, I thought I was ready for love, but, like, now that I'm really taking a step back and looking at it, I'm, I'm I actually ready. just became a starter. I'm sorry. I got it. <laughs> There's just a lot of basketball happening. <laughs> 
Um, and just like it sounds like you know, like I don't, I don't want, I don't want to speak for you, but uh. just kind of like the way we are talking, it sounds like maybe you have some basketball going on too, and I just don't <laughs> know if we're gonna. You know, it sounds like you gotta work in your free throws. Like, <laughs> you, gotta, you should really focus your efforts on that. Oh, oh Christ! Um, uh, uh, did you? Okay, one last question. Did you only pay it, played it briefly? Did you have like a number in sports? No, no, I, I, I never played an organized sport older than the third. Ah, uh, so but it would have been well before they started yeah, issuing numbers. Yeah, no, um, I. I was extraordinarily unathletic the entire time. And then um, when I became an adult and was like, I should probably like start going to a gym and doing stuff. um, I do like solo recreational sports, like rock climbing where like, I don't know, I guess I could, I guess I could put a number on my back that would be kind of strange. I feel like that might be helpful though. Cause like, if you're like, imagine I guess I'm imagining a hypothetical competitive rock climbing situation, which there are four people trying to climb the face of the same. <laughs> and like from far away, you're like, oh, I can't really tell like their distinct features, but I do see that that's number 12 on their back. Yeah, no, um, that is uh, not at all how climbing competitions work. Okay, work. well, sure. You go one, one at a time. time. <laughs> Makes sense. You gotta do the same route. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I was number 11. Mm, you know any why? particular reason? That's my birthday. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it is. It was my birth. It was one birthday. Two, the general thing is bigger guys have smaller numbers. Oh, is that is that is that the case? Yeah, and I was I was chunky boy, so a little bit on the smaller side. Why is that? Why why is that? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I just know it's a thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, generally speaking, I I think I'm pretty sure. Is it just like make the little guys feel good? It's like look, your number is so big. <laughs> Well, little guys. Look, in you're ba- 73. In, in basketball, the little guys are like fucking six two. <laughs> Fair. But like, yeah, you're six two, but your number is 37. So, <laughs> oh right. god. Well, um, oh, anything else about love and basketball? Um, I just want to say, um, I just want to uh, reiterate the question I asked to you when watching this: is uh, do collegiate do collegiate sports uh, positions work like uh, a master and apprentice of the Sith where you, you make them a play against each other (laughs) scrimmaging. And as soon as, as soon as the alternate begins to surpass, I would just like to say, I was going to make a star Wars metaphor earlier and I stopped myself from making it so that it wouldn't bleed into this podcast. No, you should have made it. You should have made I it. Was gonna... This is this podcast. And if we are, we are now over an hour into this episode. Well, it's how fucking cursed my brain is, is that when I was thinking about like, Oh, her having the magic Johnson number and her wearing it on the college court when she's, you know, when the coach is like, telling her she's like you suck like and it just like man it really reminds me of that scene at the beginning of last jedi where he's like take that thing off he's like, <laughs> like you're not fucking darth vader you take that dumb mask off right now uh yeah well um yeah well star wars is what we are talking about over on yes, Patreon yes we're right currently now. dead ass in the middle of the end, both the end of our Lego sequel series and our Star Wars sequel trilogy Thank series. Thank fucking God. That having been said, great content, great episodes. Great content, great, great episodes. for you, the listener, not great for us having to watch The Rise of Skywalker. Well, Rise again. of Skywalker, it's coming soon. It's yep. this, but by the time this drops, it'll be a few weeks out. Yeah, it'll be next month. It'll, it'll be the March episode. We decided that was <laughs> it's my birthday gift. <laughs> so, 
Producer Corey, would you like to tell all of the fine people where they can find us on the internet as well as our Patreon and our Star Wars series? If you like what you hear, please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Leaving a review also would really help out the visibility of the show. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, all at Pod. A special thank you to our patrons. If you'd like a shout out on the show and bonus content, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Pod. Thank you very much. Now, Love Month marches on. Caroline, would you like to know what we're talking about next week? Um, Yes, I'm going to take a wild guess and say there is significantly less basketball, but probably a similar amount of love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked my brain. I was like, there's never... I, I had to legitimately do the, there's no basketball in this movie, right? But no, no, no way, no way. Um, no, we're going to be doing a movie that is less... It's a little bit less of a straightforward romance than a lot of all the other movies we've done for Love Months. So okay. Far. But also a lot of love, a lot of romance in it. A lot of that. Uh, we're going to be doing Waitress. Oh, yeah. very excited. Uh-huh. Pies. Pie. Pie. Love and pies. Love and pies. Love and basketball pies. and probably gingham patterned. Uh, uh. Again, I, we, we already up, uh, pardon Kurt, we already recorded the A part of that episode, and I think you're very much thinking of the, like, the Sarah Bareilles the, the Sarah Bareilles, the colors of the Sarah Bareilles musical <laughs> more than the movie, but, you know. Fair enough. Still a lot of pies. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Me too. This is a really good little movie, and I'm very excited. I have the criterion of this on oh, route. Oh, hell yeah. That's On cool. route to me. Um, oh. a friend who shall remain... Nameless, not because he is not great, but because I do not want him to lose his job. Um, works at one of the local video game or one uh, works at one of the local video stores, and I texted him and said, "Do y'all have the uh, Love and Basketball Criterion mm-hmm. uh, at the moment? Because I would like to pick it up." And he was like, "Yes, we do." And I said, "How much is it?" And he says, "Well, if I buy it for you, mm. you get uh, my employee discount, and it's only like ten dollars." And I was like, "Is that about how much all the Criterion discs are?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, how about you send me a picture of what's in the Criterion section at your store? And And uh, I send you a a, a few crisp Alexander Hamiltons. Well, I sent him I sent him one extremely crisp Venmo transaction and have uh, eight Criterion discs on their way. That's awesome. The next time we get together for coffee, they are all coming to me. So I'm excited to dig in to some of the uh, bonus features on that disc for this film. Because uh, this movie is good. I still gotta watch Woman King. Yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. me too. Watch that. I'm so far behind in all of my Oscar stuff, and I know that one you, of the big controversies yeah. is that like that didn't get nearly as much love as it should have. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so. You still gotta watch Fable, man. Yeah, I okay. do. We gotta end. Bye.